is not allowing Christ to be the head, then he cannot effectively be the head over the world. Defer to him, encourage him, and uh, ask the children, I mean, defer uh, when we need to take decisions, deliberately encourage him to, uh, to lead in that area and defer to him consistently. Encourage him, and I'm sure you'll be able to uh, get him to leave his share. Well, I just want to add, or in addition to that also, um, you pray and trust God. Because I know it, it, might, it can be a bit of a challenge if you're, it's like you're the one leading and he's not doing anything. It's like you want him to lead, but he's not pulling his weight spiritually. Like Pastor said, trust God for him. Trust God. Believe God. Don't, don't lord it over him. Don't say, oh, you're the head. Talk to God about it because God also is your father. Talk to God about it and trust God that he will bring it to pass. And continually pray for him. Pray for him. Amen. Well, probably I just add one thing to that. We live in a society where people say all the time, uh, the woman is uh, the, boss. the boss. Uh, you hear that all the time. It is anti-faith is against the order of heaven. And it's a worldly thing that has crept into homes and crept into the church. The woman is not the boss. And I must also add that the man is not the boss. Uh, the woman is not the boss. Uh, the woman is, the divine order is that the man is the head of the woman. And then Christ is the head of the man, meaning that the man is ruling under the guidance of Christ, under submission to Christ. And so when you, the man is submitting to Christ, it's also easy for the woman to submit to the man. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Our, my wife will take the next question. Um, I think um, the other question it says, if the it says, if there's any complaints or concerns, heartbreaks, aches in many marriages, they mostly come from wives. Or, as, as Peter puts in, the, puts in the weaker vessel, women seem to be affected more. Women are expected to hold things together more. Do you think the devil mostly uses the stronger vessel to cause weaker vessels to break their home? <laughs> is an interesting question. I'll read it again so that it will be clear. If there's any complaints or concerns, heartaches, heartbreaks, sorry, aches in many marriages, they mostly come from wives or, as Peter puts it, the weaker vessels. Women seem to be affected more. Women are expected to hold things together more. Do you think the devil mostly uses the stronger vessels to cause weaker vessels to break their home? If yes, how do you explain this to a carnal-minded believer? Wow. You, there's, a, there's something there, a carnal-minded believer. This person is not even born again yet. He's, he might be born again, but he's not growing. Because a carnal-minded uh, believer is, a, is, a, is someone who is born again, but he hasn't grown. So he sees everything still in the natural. He's not growing in the word of God. So how do you explain this? To the to, to to that person. Let me 
let's say, of a factor first? Uh, well, uh, that's a very interesting question asked by a woman who definitely is, uh, uh, had some experiences, maybe unpleasant experiences. Uh, there are a few things I want to uh, probably throw more light on or correct. Uh, the Bible does not call the woman the weaker vessel. The woman is likened to. The woman is likened to weaker vessel, but not called the weaker vessel. Uh, because in, in, when you look at the reality of it, women are very strong. You have some very strong women. One of the highest pain—I uh, can say this from my medical background—anyone uh, will go through is the pain of childbirth, and women go through that. Men, they don't even experience it. So you need to be strong to go through that. So women are strong; they are not just weaker vessels. But why do you find in the Bible why is the woman likened to that? It's just. God telling the man that you handle her with care. Uh, don't treat her anyhow, that she's like a weaker vessel. Uh, don't treat her anyhow. Uh, don't handle her anyhow. And I must also say that emotionally women are quite strong too. Emotionally women are quite strong. So uh, women are not in any way uh, a lesser being to men. And uh, so I will, I will say that. And then regarding the issue of a carnal believer, uh, that is a challenge on its own. Uh, because the believer, God expects the believer to grow. God yeah. expects the believer to mature. The word carnal actually is referring to a believer who has been in faith for a long time and yet not growing. And then the features are strife, division, and the rest of it. So that already is a very challenging place to be. Uh, now, uh, the question now is... is that, do you think the devil, uses, the devil mostly uses the stronger vessels to cause weaker vessels to break their home? Uh, no. Devil doesn't... Devil, number one, uh, if you say, if you're referring to a strong person in faith, then obviously that person will be uh, a bit of a challenge to Satan. Uh, so Satan cannot find it easier to use somebody who is stronger in faith uh, to break homes. Uh, if you're talking about the man, that sometimes... I think they're talking about the man being, being stronger and then from the question referring to the woman as the weaker vessel, which you just explained, the Bible says they are not the weaker vessel, but they should be treated like. Yes, so treated this, yeah, with gentility, with treated, you know, uh, treated to be treasured, actually. That's the word. God okay. wants them to be treasured by their husbands. So I think that what they're trying to say is that uh, can the man be pushing the, the woman to break her home? Maybe the lots of arguments and things like that. Like, is it the devil that is causing it? Maybe from the actions or inactions? And uh, well, um, I think Satan will always, um, Satan would seek to find an opening. And don't forget that the strongest chain will break at its weakest point. 
so uh, if that is a point whereby the enemy seems to be gaining access to that home, then can, that cannot be a place of strength or a place of weakness. So the man might be stronger physically, but Satan is not a physical being. Satan is a spirit. So you need to be strong in the spirit to be able to withstand the onslaught of the enemy. And uh, like I said earlier on, uh, God expects the man to lead in the home because he's the head of the woman. But this is not just leading naturally. First and foremost, there's a need for the man to take his place in the spirit so that the man can lead in the natural. Uh, so Satan cannot uh, use the stronger vessel in court. He will use any vessel that is available, any vessel anywhere there's an opening, uh, anywhere that he sees an opportunity, and anywhere that uh, uh, an opportunity is also provided for him. Uh, you know, the Bible says he's going to and fro. You know, uh, yes, they, that you know, seeking whom he may devour. Uh, so he's looking for where do I see an opportunity? Where do I get a chance? Where is it? So what we need to do as Christians, either the man or the woman, or from the question, the weaker or the stronger, close the door. Don't allow Satan to have access to your home. There was something else that was mentioned. It said women seem to be affected more. Women are expected to hold things together more. <laughs> Well, I, I will say this, that uh, the Bible also, let me say this, um, you know, we have been married for 30 years, and there's something that we learned very early in our relationship, that a home must be built on the, on word, the word of God. God. Uh, the, the home foundation must be built on the, the word of God. The word is the foundation. Is the foundation. Yes. Is that meaning that Whatever the you might have an opinion or however maybe you're going in this direction in your thoughts, but once you've discovered that this is what the word of God says, all that opinion or thoughts must throw it out. It's because the word is the foundation. It's the word that will stand. Opinions change, and like Pastor said, opinions are like noses. Everyone has one, but they're all different. But now the word of God is constant. It doesn't change. It's the same yesterday, today, forever. It's been proven. Again and again. So the word of God is the foundation of our home. And that was that's what we built our home on. Any other thought, if the Lord is leading, that's what everybody goes by. Because that's the only thing that cannot be shaken. Every other thing will be shaken, but the word of God cannot be shaken. And talking about women hold things together. When we are when you're saying hold things together, I want to I want to Believe that you're saying, oh, the woman should suck it, suck it up. To use that language, should bear everything, should bear everything. So there are times there there will be occasions where you need to sit down and talk things over. Sit down, talk things over, and it, it might not be in the because there there's the heat of the moment. Yep. That's not the right time to start saying, okay, now this is no. Wait, be patient. Ask God for patience. You know, be patient. Let everybody calm down. And then you can now say, okay, sit down and just talk, the, talk things over. Because if you are trying to, if it's like trying to build in the midst of fire or a storm, it will, you can't build. It will cause more chaos. So it's better 
wait until everybody has calmed down, or what, at least one person has calmed down, wait and then talk it over. Talk it over. You don't both, if both of you are angry, nothing will be no, you won't get any, you won't get any headway. It will cause more damage. It will cause more chaos. So you need to calm down and then it's not that you bear everything. No, it's not that you hold it together. But keep you plan to be ask the Holy Spirit to calm you down. Because if we are angry, we don't we don't see straight. Our emotions are all involved in everything we are yep, thinking. Yep, the emotions yep. are involved, and and when when we make decisions at that moment, it's always the wrong decision. Yep, always the wrong decision. Yep. So never never take a decision when you are angry. And that's some of the things that the Lord has taught us. Never, never take a decision when you are angry. Wait until you come down and the Holy Spirit can minister to you. And then both parties sit down, talk things over. Yep. Amen. Amen. Another question here, it says, how do you handle new fights without finishing out the buried past mistakes of the other? Without fishing out, sorry. Without fishing, that is, there's an argument, then you begin to refer to the past. You begin to refer, refer to the past. You begin to refer to the past. Well, I would want to uh, answer that by, by talking about what are called um, uh, three keys to uh, having a very strong relationship. Uh, number one is this, in doubt, ask questions. Uh, whenever there's an issue that you don't understand, whenever there's anything that seems to be causing you, giving you concerns, uh, ask the other party. And then number two, before you ask, uh, give a benefit of a doubt. And then uh, give a benefit of a doubt. And then number three is don't just, uh, don't ask Anyhow, don't ask anyone that is not part of it. And in being patient, in giving the benefit of the doubt, uh, don't start to uh, root out old problems. I'll look at it from the angle of a wound that has been healed. Or a wound, if the wound has not been healed, what do they do? There's something called re-evacuation. They will reopen it again, take out the pores, or this, and then put in antibiotics to hasten the healing. And if you have to be reopening and reopening and reopening an already healed wound, then you are causing more wound to yourselves. But if the matter has not been resolved, you need to sit down and resolve it. Like my wife said, don't anything under the carpet. If you need to talk about things, talk about it. Uh, if you need to discuss anything, discuss it. Don't bottle it up. At the same time, don't take decisions in the heat of the moment. Uh, don't, uh, uh, don't react to things and uh, don't let your emotions run away with you. And, uh, and women, in a way, I'm a bit more emotional than men. Maybe that's where the question is. You're asking the woman to bottle up her emotions. Sometimes you have to learn to put your feelings under uh, and allow the Spirit of God to lead you and to guide you. 
Uh, but let me say this. I want to emphasize this. She mentioned it. Uh, you know, be praying for your marriage. Uh, be praying for your marriage. Have what is called a prayer altar at home. Even before the arrival of children, pray together. Also have what is called the house of assembly at home. We are used to national parliament. We are used to the national assembly. Different nations, different countries, different terminologies. But create a house of assembly in your own home. Whereby the two of you sit down to discuss decisions you want to take. Uh, sit down to discuss things you want to embark upon. Either investments, either key decisions. Don't go on your own. You are not created to just run away on your own. Sometimes uh, some of us are more independent. We just go ahead, we'll have done it before we not let our partner and say, well, why didn't you tell me? Uh, sit down together, take decisions jointly, let there be agreement so that you can uh, move on in that decision with strength and the full support of your spouse. Amen. And uh, in addition to that, I just want to add, this, uh, the Bible talks about Talks in Proverbs about says he that repeated a matter separate, separate friends. friends. When we keep on hammering on things of the past, or we say I for, I forgiven, he have forgiven you, and then somewhere down the line, another something of issue, an issue comes up and say, okay, that's the way you did the other time. You, the person has not let go, and what that what you are doing is that you are causing more friction, you are causing more tension. No. No one is perfect. We make mistakes, but thank God we can go to God and ask for forgiveness. So for bringing up before God, our past is our past. He doesn't remember it anymore. The Bible says it's in the sea of forgetfulness. So why, why do we bring up matters that have maybe we've apologized for it, we've asked for forgiveness for it, and then we bring it up? The Bible says the devil is the accuser of the brethren. Don't let the devil use you to become the accuser. Let's let, where, let things be when they've when it's been confessed and you've, you've said you forgive it. Let it go. Don't bring it back. Maybe weeks down the line, months down the line, sometimes even years down the line. Say that's all you did two years ago. Two years ago, when things are, sometimes we hear so many different things and you're like, but I thought you forgive, forgiven. You've said you've forgiven me. You've forgotten. Why bringing it up again? So many times we make we get into that mold, it's not, it's, it doesn't all go well for a home. Sometimes it breeds mistrust that I don't know what I'm going to do again that will cause this person, uh, my husband or my wife to, you know, to bring it up again. And when it's being brought up, it hurts. Because it's like, what else do you, what else am I going to do? So bringing up things of the past when there are new arguments, is, I don't believe it's right. Which, the past is the past. It, there's no home that has, does not have its own issues. Every home has its own issues. And one thing is that never, never compare your home with another person's home. We are different. The purposes and callings of God upon each family are different. But we have the word of God to be, that is, our found, is the foundation of every home to be a guide for. But the way and manner God will work in each person is different. So we must learn, you know, to work with that. And let God lead us. Don't dig up old past. Don't bring it up and say, "Oh, this and this." No, it does. It doesn't. 
doesn't breed healthy relationships. It causes causes tension, it causes strife in most of these instances. So let's you fight, fight it, deal with it and, and then like Pastor said, don't you fight, fight it out. Fight it out, yes, because there always be fights. <laughs> there always be fights. Well, well, fight. uh, uh, no, I'm not talking about physical <laughs> fights now. So arguments with no issues will arise. They're in hopes with disagreements. Oh you I don't agree with this, maybe the decision needs to be there will be issues. But this is that don't many times sometimes we keep quiet. Don't say anything. Speak down and say if I say anything now. I don't know what, what I will say that will bring cause this person to be upset. Okay, let and that's sometimes what leads to you know, when taking decisions that sometimes men some men will say but let her let her take the decision. It is not right. Everybody needs to know. God has given every one of us wisdom. He's given us a brain. We put it like that one and then we need to ask God for wisdom what to do. And it also comes comes about um, when Pastor was talking about growing. We all need to grow. It's when we are not growing that we try to pass the buck to to the to the to our partners that you take this one, you take this decision, you do. No, we are all we are we are in the destiny train together. We are partners together in this ship, and we are excuse me, and we are supposed to take decisions together. We are supposed to ask. We are supposed to discuss. Like Pastor mentioned, the house, have, have your own house of assembly. Have your parliament. Sit down. The parliament is meet, meeting, especially when the children now start coming and they are, they are growing. There's a there's parliament meeting coming up. We need to sit down and talk, you know, and discuss things out. There are times, we've had that before in the in our home too. When the girls were growing up, at times we said, sit down. My dad will call them sit down. We need to talk. Sometimes... Those parliament decisions, they are, sometimes they are, they are arguments. Sometimes people are angry. But now, we go back to the word. Remember, the word must be the foundation of your home. This is what the word. You, they might not like it, but they have to obey because it's the word of God. And at the end of the day, the word of God always, always, always stands out right. And then they'll see the folly of their, maybe their actions or inactions or decisions or whatever. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, and uh, well, we will be rounding off this discussion uh, now. And uh, and I want to say that uh, Expect More is called uh, the Family Forum uh, of the City of Refuge, uh, where we share experiences uh, because uh, quite a number of us have actually been requesting for uh, things like this. And uh, you, you're going to get a bit more. Did you? Did you? I'm sure you listened to the way my wife spoke. Uh, it wasn't <laughs> like that in the beginning. She was more quiet. She wouldn't even. Uh, she wouldn't talk. I would say, say something, and she would just continue to keep quiet. I said, no, you can't keep quiet. You must say something. And then eventually, you know, by me continuing to probe, I continue to. Uh, you know, she's uh, we've been able to sit down and talk things over. It's never, never the best to put things under the carpet. At the same time, uh, it shouldn't be an argument too. Uh, when she said new fights, she didn't mean exchanging blows. She didn't mean <laughs> shouting on each other. Uh, she's just referring to when new issues arise. You should never, you know, descend into where you are shouting at each other where you are arguing and the rest of it like that, you should be able to sit down and then talk things over. 
I don't think in uh, 30 years, uh, children have actually seen us argue or shout. They Exchange. never, yeah. <laughs> you know. But have we had times where we've disagreed? Yes. Third times this, we had times to disagree, but we never remain disagreeable. We will sit down, we will talk things over, we will resolve issues. Uh, some people, some maybe a party might just still do like this, but at the end of the day, we'll have resolved the issues. And at the end of the day, everybody will just realize that, wait a minute, uh, we need to just align these things according to God's word. Don't forget the word of God's must be the foundation, not your feelings, not your emotions, not what people say, and especially for young families. If people have been married for a while, not what their friends are saying. Or maybe parents. Not what yes, not those things. Your word. home must be based on the word of God. Well, on this note, we want to uh, draw the curtain on this particular epi episode. And uh, uh, if you have questions, uh, after you know, send, send, send them, them in. in. So we we'll need to we'll look try at to them. answer them. Yes, with as the help we, of the Holy Spirit. Exactly. And share more experiences in, in our th thirty years. What God has taken us through, how He has helped us. But looking forward to catching up with everyone. God bless you. Bye. -bye.